This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Are you satisfied with the results of the life you led last year? Was your relationship with God a satisfying one in which all your needs were met and you experienced a blessed and abundant life? Did God use you to bless others or was your lack just a burden for others to bear? Just as an electrical device needs a powerful source to draw from and a solid connection to that power, so likewise must the connections we make in life first be attached to a power that is both sure and trustworthy, a connection found only in a personal relationship with the Father. With solid scripture references and simple illustrations, in this powerful two-day study entitled, Check Your Connections, you'll see why Pastor proclaims, you'll never succeed with a loose connection, but good connections will always produce good results in your life. So Pastor Ray asks, are there some connections you need to check to ensure that the year 2023 will be your best year ever? title of this is Check Your Connections. Check Your Connections. And um, really important message that I believe because there are three primary areas of connections that we need to constantly be aware of and constantly be checking and rechecking in our life to make sure, are you ready? Are you all with me? To make sure that these connections are good. See, we need to check our connections to make sure that our connections are tight and that they are working and they are proper. And there are three areas, three connections in our life that we have to talk about today. Now, the other thing about connections is I think this is really important and I want to lay this down, is let's just talk about an electrical outlet. There's one over there in the corner and there are some plugs that are plugged into that electrical outlet. Now, in the, that electrical outlet possesses and has within itself, connected to it, that's the source. It has electricity. That's what's in it. When you take a plug and you plug it in, the electricity that's in that outlet flows through that power cord and finds its way to the appliance, TV, toaster, whatever it is that you want to operate and you want to work. And if that connection is good, then everything that's inside of that electrical outlet is going to find its way to the appliance and it's going to make it work properly. But if it's a loose connection and not a good connection, then you're not going to get proper output. So you have to have good connections in your life. So the very first connection that we want to talk about today, which I believe is obviously the most important connection, is our connection to the Lord. Our connection to the Lord. We have to have a good, tight connection to the Lord. What I've seen and what I've witnessed in my years as a pastor is that oftentimes there are very loose connections to God and, and, and to the Lord. Um, there are very loose connections, and when you have a loose connection, you're not going to have the greatest output. You're not going to get the results that you want to get in your life. You have to have a good connection. The good thing about it is that God, the Lord will never leave us or forsake us. The Lord will never give up on us. He will always be there. And he's, the Bible says that he's faithful even when we're not faithful. But we have to determine to be connected to the Lord um, 
a good tight connection because everything, just like that electrical outlet, has power in it, has electricity in it. And when you connect to that, that electricity starts to flow through that power cord to the appliance that you want to power. Well, it's the same way with the Lord. When you keep a good tight connection with the Lord, you're hooked up to the greatest source in your life. You've got the greatest source and supply of your life. God has and possesses within himself everything you would ever need, want, or desire in your life. But it's up to us to connect and to stay connected and to keep a good tight connection with the Lord so that everything that God has will ultimately flow into our lives and it'll show in, in our lives in an outward way, you see. So I want to take you over to Colossians because I think we, we find this little principle here that we're teaching today very clearly in Colossians. And we're going to go to chapter one. I would advise you to read the entire book of Colossians, only a couple of chapters, but we're going to focus in on chapter one and I want to go to verse 13. And uh, Paul writes here telling us about our relationship to the Lord. And this is what he says. He, that would be Jesus. Everybody there, verse 13. Everybody there? Verse 13. He, Jesus, has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us or transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. So what we learn from this one verse is that at the moment of our salvation, the moment that we receive Jesus into our hearts and into our lives, God unplugged us from the power of darkness. See, before, well, I don't know about you, uh, but I can only talk about myself, is that before I received Jesus into my life, I was hooked up to the power of darkness. Only dark things were coming out of my life. I mean, I wasn't a bad person, but I wasn't honoring God with my life. I was doing things and saying things and acting and cursing and swearing and drinking, drinking and partying and doing all these kinds of things because I was hooked up to the power of darkness. You see, you're either hooked to the power of darkness or you're hooked to the power of God. You can't, be, you can't have, you, can't have uh, you know, uh, be plugged into two different sources. You're either plugged into the kingdom of darkness or you're plugged into the king, kingdom of God and the power of God. But it's interesting that the, the time, at the moment that I received Jesus into my, my life, that it, it, it's sort of like this. It's like God just unplugs you from the power of darkness and plugs you into his kingdom and the kingdom of his power and the kingdom of his dear son. And it was amazing in my life that the minute I got plugged into the kingdom of, of God and into the power of God, into the kingdom of his, uh, of his dear son, all of a sudden my life started to take on a whole different life. And now things are coming out of my life in a totally different, more powerful way than ever before. I wasn't thinking the same. I wasn't acting the same. I wasn't talking the same. I didn't even look the same because I was disconnected from a bad source and connected with the right source. Come on, somebody give me a better amen than that. So each and every one of us, when, when we give our heart and we give our life to the Lord, it's, it's like God unplugs you from that power of darkness and connects you to the power of God and to his own kingdom. So we're connected. But the question is, how connected are we? Our lives ought to be producing everything that God has. But the, the question is, how connected, how good is your connection to God? Are you one that lives in a loose connection? I mean, you know, you don't pray that much. You don't read your Bible that much. You don't go to church that much. You don't really give that much. You don't really do anything for anybody else in the name of the Lord. 
but yet you call yourself a Christian. And there are a lot of Christians that live in this condition and in this place. And I would say, and this is just my opinion, you may think differently and you can have your opinion, but my opinion is that's a Christian or that's a believer. You say you believe in Jesus. You believe that when you die, you're going to go to heaven and be with him. And you are because your salvation is not based upon works. It's based upon the grace of God that you receive by faith. And that's what gave you salvation. But even though you're saved, the bottom line to it is, is that salvation really working for you in this life? And, and the, 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 uh, the way that's going to work for you is when you keep a close and cut tight connection to the Lord. See, and there are too many Christians that I know that really live this life very loosely. They have a very loose connection with God. Everything else takes priority. This, everything else becomes more important. My friends become more important. My business becomes more important. My job becomes more important. My profession becomes more important. Doing these other things in life that come in to distract us become more important. And every time you put something above God, you weaken that connection between you and the Lord. Now, now you see, a good connection, it takes a good connection to get the full benefit out of that appliance. And it takes a good connection to the Lord to get the fullness out of what God has for you and for me. Because everything that God has ought to be flowing into the lives of of his children and his believers. Now, I want to take you to another verse that kind of nails that down. So let's go over to the book of John and let's look at this verse. Let's go to John chapter 15. There's a verse in the Bible that says, it's in him that I live and move and have my being. I don't, I don't live and move and have my being in and of myself. I live and move and have my being in him. So that means every morning I check in with the master. Every morning I say, good morning, Lord. Praise. I am fully aware and conscious of everything that I am and everything that I have comes from my source, which is the Lord, the King of glory. Is everybody with me? I, I, I can't stand it when people say, well, I understand if you don't know the Lord, you talk like this. I'm a self-made man. I'm not a self-made man. I'm a God-made man because I'm hooked up to the source. I'm connected to the source. So whatever, whatever God has and everything that God is ought to be flowing into the lives of his children because we are connected. So let's look at this thought for a minute. Let's go to John's Gospel, chapter 15. And Jesus speaking here um, says, says this in verse 15, uh, chapter 15, verse 1. He said, I am the true vine... And my father is the vine dresser. Well, he calls himself the vine and he calls his father the vine dresser. And he says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Now, how many of you understand this? And if you don't, I'll teach it to you that the vine can live apart from the branch. But the branch cannot live apart from the vine. So he's, he's giving you a little hint here, a little clue as to the relationship. And not only what the relationship is, but he's going to begin to tell us what the benefit of this connection between him and us is. Between you and, and the Lord. This connection, he says, I'm the vine, you are the branch. Now he goes on to say here, and I, 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 he, says, he says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit... He takes away. The vine dresser takes away. I, I can't really get into that because I, I don't know what that means, but I don't like the way that sounds. So I'm just going to kind of go over that until I get more revelation on what he means by he's going to take that branch away. But he says, in every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it that it bear more fruit. And then he tells you how the pruning process takes place in your life. He said, you are already clean because of the word, the word, the word, the word is God's pruning shears. 
So he doesn't prune you with sickness and disease. You heard people say that, sickness and disease and trouble. You've heard people say that, well, God's trying to teach me something. You know, God doesn't use sickness and disease and, and that kind of stuff. He doesn't use that trouble and tragedy to teach you something. What God uses is the word of God to prune you. So in other words, you hear the word of God and then you realize, man, there's some things got to go because I don't measure up, you see. So the pruning shears is God's word. And that's how he cleans us by the word. When I heard the word on certain things, I realized that I was living outside of God's word and I had to choice. So I was either going to submit to the pruning or I was going to continue in my rebellion and be who I wanted to be and do what I wanted to do. Is everybody with me? So we get cleaned by the word of God. That's why we need to read the word. That's why we need to come to church to hear the word preached because it's the word that cleans us, cleans us and prunes us and shapes us into what God wants us to be. He says, abide in me. Abide in me, stick with me, stay connected to me. Now listen, because these are the benefits of being connected to Jesus. You ready? He said, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, you ready? He who stays deeply connected and serious about this connection to God, to the Lord, he said, you will bear much fruit. In other words, as the grapevine has everything that's necessary to produce grapes to the branch, so does Jesus possess everything that every believer would need to produce God results in your life. Does that make sense? Right? The, the vine has everything in it. The grapevine has everything in it to produce grapes in the branch. Jesus identifies himself as the vine and you and I as the branches. So we stay connected. Everything that Jesus has, every blessing from God ought to show up and find its way in the branch when we stay firmly connected to him. That's why he says abide. Don't just, don't have a loose connection. Stay close, stay tight, pray, seek me daily, love me, work for me, put me first on top of your list. Don't put me at the bottom as an afterthought. He said, you abide in me. This is a, how many agree with me? This is a serious relationship. But how many believers really take this as a very serious relationship? There are a lot of Christians walking around out there just with this idea, well, you know, I'm, I was baptized or I did this and I'm going to heaven. I believe in God. And that's, that's, the, that's the sum total of their relationship with God. And sometimes in our life, we've got to look at our lives and determine maybe the reason why we're not getting the results we want in our lives is because maybe our connection is just too loose. We're just not as serious about our walk with God. We're not as serious about the word of God. We're not as serious about our walk of faith. Maybe we've even started to doubt and not believe that faith can change our life and that faith pleases God and that faith God rewards uh, when we express that faith to him in so many different ways over the areas of our life. We can't get by with a loose connection and there are too many believers today that are walking around with a loose connection and we wonder why we're not getting the kind of results that we seek and desire and want from God. He said, you abide in me. This is what the word, you can go to the bank with these. You abide in me, you hang out with me. You keep a close and tight connection with me and he says, you're going to bear not only fruit, but you're going to bear much fruit. You're going to have God results. In, how many of you want God results in your life? Well, God results come from God himself, but we must remain tightly connected. Doesn't mean we don't go through trials. Doesn't mean we don't go through temptations. 
doesn't mean we don't hit a few bumps in the road. What it means is that no matter what we face, we are firmly, tightly connected to the vine, the source of our deliverance, our, not only our salvation, but our deliverance, our healing, our blessing, our prosperity, and everything we could ever need, want, or desire because we are connected to the vine. So we are drawing into our lives everything that we would ever need from God. So everything that God is and everything that God has ought to be flowing into our lives because we are connected. Jesus and us are totally inseparable because he is the vine and we are the branches. But he tells you, he says, the vine, the branches cannot exist without being firmly connected to the vine. You abide in me, you're going to bear much fruit. And I love these last words. It says, for without me, without me, without me, without me, without me, you can do nothing. So come off your high horse. Come away from your pride and humble yourself and realize that everything you are and everything you have comes from the Lord because you are connected. This is his flow of blessing. And if you stay firmly connected and tightly connected and you check your connection to the Lord every day and keep a good connection, you will always have good flowing in and through your life. So our first connection and again, I could keep going on on this, but our first connection, the most important connection that we have to constantly check is our connection to the Lord. But our second connection, I believe, is equally as important. I believe these are all important because they all have and play a part in our overall success and as a Christian and as a believer. And the second connection that we have to look at, and we have to talk, and I'll just read off these scriptures and you can write them down. Sandy will put them on the screen. But the second connection that we need to talk about is your connection to your spiritual leader. Now, now, not everybody really understands or fully appreciates the fact that we all, as believers, need a spiritual leader. When Jesus left this earth, he named people to be leaders. The first apostles and disciples that worked with him, or later became apostles, but the disciples that walked with him, he, all, he gave them instructions. He told them what to do. And the church was born at the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came. And then it was organized. There were always leaders in God's kingdom. And your connection to your spiritual leader is a very valuable and very important part of, uh, of your Christian uh, progress. And, and I, I really feel that a lot of times, a lot of people um, do not have the results they want to have in their life because they have a very loose connection to their leader instead of having a very strong connection to their spiritual leader. There are some Christians out there that do not have a spiritual leader, do not have a pastor. And, and that's a scary thought to me because God designed the system. He said, I, I've given, you know, apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists for the purpose of building up the body of Christ so that you come to fullness of maturity and that you would, you know, come to full growth in the kingdom. How are we going to grow if we don't have a leader who's taking us places that we otherwise will never get on our own? And the biggest deception that I believe or one of the biggest deceptions that the devil really has perpetrated against, uh, upon the church is that I can get to where I want to get to in God without a spiritual leader. I just bypass and jump over spiritual leader. I'm an island to myself. I don't need anybody, don't trust anybody. I'm going to do this all on my own. And I believe that's one of the biggest lies that the devil has unleashed against the body of Christ. And consequently, I see a lot of people who are 
they love God and they're going to heaven. I'm not saying they're not going to heaven. If they're trusting in Jesus and receive Jesus and going to heaven, but they're not going to get anywhere on this earth because you need a spiritual leader. Let me, let's just use this as an, as an example. Every athletic team, every sport has, uh, has a, a coach. And what's the purpose of the coach? The coach is there to help bring out the best in each player so that they can become champions. And, and you, you know as well as I do that, that many times teams lose and they have a losing streak and who's the first one to go? Either the manager or the coach. <laughs> Boot him out. He's not producing. Why? Because the owners of those, of those teams, of those organizations, realize and understand that the, the, um, the progress and the success and, and the possibility of winning championships all hinges on the ability of that coach to bring out the best in each player and to set them loose to win. Well, folks, let me tell you what, God wants you to win. But you, you need a coach, a leader to help you to get to that place. But it's amazing to me how many believe, or there are many people who go to church and they'll, they'll call the pastor the pastor, but that man is not really their pastor. Why? Because they're not receiving from him. They're not taking the, the teaching seriously. They're not listening to the voice of God coming through that man or through that vessel or through that woman who's called to pastor and to lead a congregation and to lead a group of people. This is a connection that we have to really uh, check because often this connection is a very loose connection and it's not bringing good results in people's lives. You see, you see, having a leader, Paul said it this way, he said, follow me as I follow Christ. In other words, your leader ought to be taking you places, getting you into a better place than you've ever been in your life, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, every possible way. And that's what a good leader does. But we've got to check our connections. We've got to be sure that we are connected to a leader. I'm, I'm just amazed at how many people, how many believers out in the world are unchurched. They don't even have, they don't go to a church, yet they call themselves Christians. This is not right, folks. Your connection to a spiritual leader is your lifeline. See, a lot of times we don't want to submit to somebody because we think, and, and most, most times humans are, humans are very proud and prideful and I don't need anybody. I could. And you know, a lot of times that comes from hurt in our lives because we've been hurt by people and we allow that hurt to, to really cause like these scars and these scabs and, and we become hardened because of life's... And, 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 and we, we, we're, we're very resistant to connecting with a human being. But you see, you don't just connect with a human being. You connect with the anointing that you see in that human being. It's not, this is not a natural connection. This is a spiritual connection because sometimes people have the wrong idea. I want to connect with my pastor. So let's go out for dinner. Pastor, come out for dinner. Well, if I went out to dinner with every one of you, first of all, it would take me a whole year to do that. And I would be as big as this church. (laughs) That's not the kind of connection that we're talking about. We're talking about a spiritual connection that transcends any natural interaction because natural interaction doesn't give us a connection. As a matter of fact, a lot of times, natural interaction, apart from it being grounded and, and, and uh, leveled on, on in, in the spirit, will take you to something called a soul tie, which means that we become friends in a way where, you know, it's what you can do for me and I can do for you. And, 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 and I, I, it, it's just not a good connection. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.